Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wild Ass Tuesdays. We're broadcasting you live from the Badlands of Texas, all the way across the fields and the plains of the cotton, all the way over to Northern Ireland and beyond, all the way around the world, the bottom of the world, to Southern Australia. I'd like to thank you all for joining me today. I am your host, Jerry Adams. You're listening or watching Midnight Radio, by the way. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an exciting, wild, wild-ass Tuesday. I have a lot of things I want to talk about this afternoon. I have a lot of things. Cindy, she's going to be on here pretty soon. There's a lot of things that she wants to talk about, a whole lot of things. And I know there's things that you want to talk about. I kind of seem to remember a, a Mr. Rogers song that has to do with this. Hey, true story. Did you know... That one of the ways I punish my son, and he's only five years old, but here's one of the ways I punish him. You know, kids do things that are bad sometimes. You got to think of something. Well, one of the ways is I make him watch Mr. Rogers. You can't watch any YouTube or anything else but Mr. Rogers. And he claims that ever since he was two years old, he's been calling, instead of Mr. Rogers, he calls him Doo Rogers. He says, I don't want to watch Doo Rogers. But he's only what? He was two then, and now he's five. So he screams, I don't want to watch Doo Doo Rogers. Like, well, you shouldn't have done, you know, you shouldn't have used crayon on the wall then. You know, you're watching Doo Doo Rogers all, the, all day. So I put on Mr. Rogers, and, you know, after the music plays and it has a miniature of the neighborhood, and it, he can't help himself. His eyes are glued the whole time. It's like he likes it better than watching anything else. This kid. And another thing I have him do, You know, he has a Nintendo Switch. Don't all kids that age have one now? And uh, instead of him playing the Switch, I'll make him go into the den and bust out the old Atari 2600 and play those games if he's bad, you know. I'm like, okay, that's it. We're going down in technology. You know, I punish him by going down in technology and making him play the Atari 2600. When he gets older, I'm going to take out the old uh, Radio Shack TRS-80 and have him do his homework on that sucker instead of using modern-day computers. We'll see. We'll see if my idea of going down in technology is a good parental tool instead of, I don't know, yelling or violence or anything like that. How's everybody doing today? Welcome. I know I've already said that, but you're all my friends, and I'm happy to see you again. Hasn't been long. It's just been one day. Our last show is about three hours, but still. I said I was going to give you less, but I wind up giving you more. How does that happen? Waiting for Cindy to come up here. She's going to call us right about now. Uh, Johnny's Johnny's set ran over a little bit. Thank you, guys. If any of you guys cash out the DJs, I appreciate it. They appreciate it very much. I do ask that you don't send them money through the Super Chats because there's no easy way to get that to them. I told you guys that every dollar that comes in through YouTube goes to our radio license. I wasn't joking. That's 100%. I don't even get any of that money. It is not. It doesn't go into my account and I can transfer it. It is there and I can't take it out. So if you're able to send anything through their cash apps, that's the only way to do it. I appreciate that, guys. All right. I want to talk about the thing that everybody's been talking about in Discord, and you guys have been sending me emails about. There is a man named Justin that went on YouTube. Hold on, I got a phone call. Midnight Radio. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Hi, hi, how are you? Hey, is this Cindy? Yep, okay, it is. Good. 
let me adjust this then so I can have you on the phone and we can take other phone calls later. And how are you today? Hello. I'm good. I'm a little bit rushed. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Well, it's Tuesday. So I did want to say this, that I was going to talk a little bit about the Justin video that came out. Yeah. Hey, I just sent you something that he had posted. Uh, how, how recently was that posted? Just, just now. Let me see. Uh huh. I'm trying to, it says, uh, well, let's see. It'll be coming into you anytime. I'm checking my email. I sent one, one more crazy story. And then I sent one about, uh, yeah, it's something that guy had posted. Okay. So um, I just briefly. Should be the very last one. Huh? I just want to go Here over we go. who he is first. Just so people okay. know. Yeah. And the subject on that one will be speaking of Papa Rogers. So. Okay. So I haven't heard about that. Well, good. Yeah. It was an actual post he made. All right. Let me look at my history so I can. All right. So what we're talking about, and I'm not going to, so his name is Justin. That's the name of his channel. The video that came out yesterday was called Dylan Mort Mortson is indeed trans less chat. So he, he put that out there in the morning and he had an interview on truth and transparency last night, which I watched and Basically, that's it. That's what he said. I mean, he said a lot more than that, but that's what I'm letting you know. That catches you up. He did that video. Yeah, I I caught a little of the, probably about halfway through that. Um, and there's a couple of things he did say that some names did line up, but I just, I don't know. So there's, I, a, I just, there's a lot to say about it. I, I, I've been looking through everything that was said and I have a lot of to say a whole lot to say about it, but I'm not going to say it here. What I'm yeah, going to do. Yeah, me either. Cause I haven't, I like the vet information. Uh, if I can't put it down to send it to you in black and white on print, you know, I'm not going to just, I, when I do speculate or have my wild ass theories, it's on paper. <laughs> right. Well, what I want to do and what I'm planning on and I'm working on is having some experts appear who are real experts in these subjects that Justin was talking about with Lana on truth and transparency and having them up here and going over with them. And, uh, I've noticed some very staggering things about this video that kind of goes behind the scenes. That is not uh, what this video is about. And I want to go over some of that with the experts too. So I'm working on getting that together. I'm going to do a video about that. And uh, I'm also trying to get a hold of Landon to, to get a, uh, permission to use, to, you know, stream her video so we can talk about it. She's usually good about yeah. that, but she hasn't got it back with me yet, but we'll see. Yeah, I, um, I did a screenshot of that post that he had made and sent that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any plans on uh, flaming anybody or doing a drama video about it, but I noticed some very serious 
and I'm serious as a heart attack, serious, deadly issues regarding this. And I'm going to go over it in a more complete way than just putting out a real quick video. I know someone sent me a video of someone uh, doing a real quick, and that's, that's what that video channel is. So good, good on them. Somebody did a real quick video about, you know, how people need to stop putting out crap about Idaho for this, not true. And how this is just a bunch of poop and F this and F you and F everybody that talks about Idaho. And I don't want to do something like that. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to put something out fast and dirty like that. Uh-uh. And I'm telling you, there's no. a major issue behind this, but so I'm going to go over that. So those of you that expect wanting to talk about that, you're free. We open up the phone lines to call in and talk about that. Tonight is wild ass speculation night, but just note, yeah. I'm going to not have, I don't have a whole lot to say about it yet because I got more coming up about that and you're going to want to tune in for that. Trust me. Oh Yeah. <laughs> and the experts I talk to to come on the show, I am in contact with, and they want time to go over everything. So, and unless they tell me to kiss their foot between now and then, that's what we're going to do. All right. Exactly. Exactly. I was trying to scroll back down here to the main one that blew me away. And of course, I sent that one a good while back. Um, let me see right here. Trying to find. But, okay. So it'd be easier for you to know what the name of the what to look I for, see right? Hold on a second. No, no, I got the. Okay. I want to show the Papa Rogers well, thing you sent me real quick, and yeah. this will kind of give yeah, you guys a, a a notification. A notification. What the hell am I talking about, Cindy? This will give you guys an idea of the kind of things we're talking about or that were talked about. Uh, let me put this full screen. This was on. Lana put this on the live. Says Moscow Police Department Chief of Police James D. Fry has been taken into FBI custody. He's facing a minimum of two murder charges. We found the two smoking guns we needed to place Fry in Oak Park at the time of the murders. The bloody shoe prints, along with the knife that has canine DNA on it, sealed the deal. The double homicide case of Tom Johnson and Leslie Jones is now closed. Thanks to your truly. Thanks to yours, truly working with the FBI in Oak Park, PD, as well as Kohlberger's defense team. So this was put up by Justin, just so you guys know. Yeah, but look at his name up there on that account. Yes, Justin Williams, Papa Worth, Rodriguez. That is interesting. But he says he's not Papa Rogers. (laughs) Papa Worth. So, um, <laughs> Lana put this up and she had it on her live and yes, Justin said this was his. So just to let you know, kind of the stuff that the video went over and the stuff that him and Lana talked about, but yeah, I'm not going to be going over it here. Right. No, what I found interesting is I just, I'm very curious how Pullman and Moscow both um, vet these cops that they hire. I want you to look at the one titled Fun Facts, MTD Captain Roger Linear. Okay. That was one of the most impressive things I had found, I think. Okay, I'm bringing it up. I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, That was the I don't have it. Yeah. 
I, I had to come to my email because it been it's been probably a week or two since I sent some of this stuff. The first, so. the first things I have, well, from the um, what date should I start with? Well, let's start with. I just want to look at that first because I, we What's the, the last date? time we talked, I was talking about the cops. So it would be the one that's um, says fun facts. MPD, what Captain date? Roger Lanier. You have a month and a date on that oh, for me? Yeah, the 10th, February 10th. Okay, February 10th, got you. And that was yep. the first, okay. I don't have fun facts. I have Luke's Friends, Interesting News 5 interview. All right, let me try something else. Uh-huh. If it is indeed well, fun it's facts. Always, yeah, yeah it shows sin. Let me go back in another thing. She sent a lot of emails, guys. All right. Yeah. Okay, here I found it. I, all right, we're good now. Yeah. This, this is pretty interesting. It is. Okay, let me bring this up. All right, here we go. Can you guys see that very well? Let me. It's a little blurry. Let's see if I can pop that out and make it better. A little bit clearer. Okay, what are we looking at, Cindy? Well, we're going to look back first. Before Lanier was hired as the captain, which is a huge responsibility over at the NPD, this is his, the lot, the blue on the left. He is over all of that, all those units. He has more responsibility than Fry does in the middle. So that's the structure and where I have the red arrow. All of that is under the control of Captain Roger Lanier. But I have a little history on him from Lewiston attached to that. Mm -hmm. Is that another email? Oh, let me open. I haven't opened this yeah, one. I was me. kind of watching you. Yeah, let me open it. All right. Yeah, it's, well, underneath that is email. I made some comments, and then, yeah, and then the link to the article is under there. Because the fun fact is this was just days after he supposedly resigned from Lewiston PD, yet was on administrative leave. And then below is the past article that the then Deputy Chief Roger Lanier was involved in. And there's a short video clip I grabbed from the news channel as well. But there's a link right down there. Um, Click that blue link above Herald Net. Okay. That should take you to the article. And the article has a video. I see it. Okay. I've seen so many. I get confused. I didn't click it because then it's going to take me out of being where I'm watching you on the computer and talking on the phone. All right. Let me go ahead and I'm going to have to read this article here. 
Hey, Alec, Chuck, you're the one always want me to call. I called. <laughs> Hey, Jenna. So, Jerry, this is actually something that Roger Lanier did, and uh, this was preceding him being hired as captain in Moscow. All right, here we go. Got it right here. It says, Idaho mom seeks one million for injured toddler. The mother of an 18-month-old girl who was injured during an incident with Lewiston police officers seek $1 million from the city. The attorney filed the tort claim, said the toddler, Peyton Hockley, suffered a fractured skull, two cracked vertebrae, and minor lacerations when her father landed on her after officers used a stun gun to subdue him November 8th. The claim alleges negligence and recklessness on the part of Lewiston officers. We're claiming the actions went above and beyond their duty and procedures. Lewiston's insurance carrier will look into the validity of the claim. The incident began when the father of Hockley, 33, told police his son was making violent threats and he wanted him removed from his home, according to the records. Hockley initially declined to leave as Lewiston officers surrounded the place. Deputy uh, Chief Roger Lanier said Hockley eventually came outside but was using the toddler as a shield. Police planned to use a stun gun to subdue Hockley and rushed in to take the girl from his arms. Hockley attempted to run and fell on his daughter when he was struck by the electric probes. Police were unable to grab the child in time. They all fell in a big heap, Lanier told the newspaper. All right, so those that are just tuning in and those that hadn't been paying attention before, who is Lanier? Who is Chief Lanier again? He is now captain with Moscow over operations division, which is the largest division with the Moscow PD. So he's over Chief Fry? Yep. He's a captain. Okay. Fry, well, Fry's in the middle. He handles the chaplains and affairs and things like that, but actually captain is over the entire operations for the PD, which includes, you know, road patrol, uh, the college, everything. He is the big man. He's the captain. Okay. So this is what he was involved in prior to going to Moscow. Mm-hmm. And 2014. supposedly, yeah. And supposedly he, um, what resigned, but uh, yet that's what's how it's worded odd. He resigned, but uh, was on administrative leave. But it was like maybe two weeks later, he went to work for Moscow. So I think that was already lined up, probably.
right. Oh, and down at the bottom, look, 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 under there, there's a, it's showing no preview, but you can click. There's an MP4 down there. There's an MP4. Yeah, under the article, I've got oh, news video clips. I see. Pay attention to the last sentence, and if you click there, it should open for you. Okay, I see. All right. Wants me to download it. All right, I'll download it. Here we go. Reynoso. And I'm Keith Havens. City. All right, let me go back. So this video. So did you actually have this downloaded? Yeah, yeah. I took a clip from a news segment. I didn't want to do the whole. All right, here it goes. The whole news, you know. Reynoso. And I'm Keith Havens. City officials tell KLEW News Lieutenant Roger Lanier is retiring after more than 20 years. Lanier has been one of the police officers who often speaks about investigations, warnings and alerts, and community events. City Manager Jim Bennett says community events, situations, warnings and alerts, it's about investigations, warnings and alerts, and community events. City Manager Jim Bennett says... I hear something in the background. You hear that? Yeah, and I don't know what it, I don't have anything on. It wasn't you. No, no, no. It's from the clip. Uh, alerts and community events. City manager Jim Bennett says the city received a letter from the lieutenant that he's retiring from LPD. Bennett says Lanier has been an important part of LPD throughout his career and wishes him well. Lanier goes to the city of Moscow Police Department as captain. His first day is June 20th. His last day with Lewiston will be Friday, June 17th. Until then, he is on administrative leave. <laughs> they made it sound like he was on vacation or something. <laughs> that was over that incident. So I just, I, I thought that was very interesting to know that he was involved in this and this huge lawsuit because of that baby getting hurt and he just promoted right on up with Moscow to captain. He did. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I was trying to I'm trying to scroll up and see which one is because they're kind of out of the order. I, somebody mentioned in there about Hannah, and I do I did send you one um, up here about Hannah. Casper video, Hannah Clear, Phi Beta, and then a short video clip. There's two. You would want to do the bottom one first because that would be the, do the one Casper I sent first. Video. Yeah, and then the next one up's another video clip. Okay, here we go. And you know her father's an attorney, too, that graduated from University of Ohio. Oh, this one, yes, the Angels. Okay, here we go. He said... Casper's Greek row video, he mentions Hannah. Yeah. Yeah, and he so never so. minds. He, he, I like his stuff. He's pretty good. He vets his stuff. Mm -hmm. So Hannah, Hannah has a black shirt. 
Oh, Hannah's the one that passed away, is she not? Right, that her father said she offed herself, you know, because everybody was questioning. She was uh, Maddie's roommate she was before Ma- they moved into the house. Maddie's roommate but, yeah. and Bethany. Yeah. This points out where Bethany is here. Bethany had a black shirt and no halo. I wonder why. Yeah. Is that not odd? I'm saying, you know, first thing I thought when I saw that picture. Sacrifice. Ugly duckling. You know, when you went coming up as a kid, when we read the little book about the ugly duckling, all of them were white except one. Did there have to be, okay, so this is Angel Day, something they're doing there on the sorority. Uh-huh. Do they have to, is there one person that's designated as uh, the non-angel or demon or whatever they'd call it? Is there one person? Not not that I have read. Um, I tried to follow up on that as to why she had that black shirt. I've not found out yet, but um, Casper's video does give some pretty good, you know, some insight into what went on with Hannah, I think, but just to show you, they were all in that same uh, sorority. I had put a few more pictures down there that I pulled from um, their Facebook page. There's Bethany and Maddie right here. Yeah, and then Picture on further, the, all the girls out. that were all linked from the house to this same uh, Pi Beta, Beta Phi. I actually had a video about Bethany today, but, oh, um, what's her name? I don't even remember her name anymore. It's starting to slip from my mind. Banfield put out a video that's 55 seconds long saying that. Oh, really? Yeah. Saying the new, a new revelation. Bethany did not leave the downstairs room, basement room at all and go upstairs ever. She put that out today like it was breaking news and something that everybody knew from day one. Yeah, well, I really, I, I just, my suspicions of Bethany wasn't even there, so. I just think, I mean, why not? Um, Path of Least Resistance or Occam's Razor, the simplest, the simplest answer that answers the question is probably it. Bethany probably was in a room, didn't come out, was asleep, and that was it. And also... And a lot of people would disagree with me or still think that Dylan is, um, might have had some involvement or just think that she's weird or the whole situation is weird. But when I heard that she thought there was a party going on because it's loud like that often, she came out there, yelled at him to be quiet and didn't think much of it and went to sleep. Hell, I think that would probably be a reasonable explanation, don't you think? A little bit anticlimactic, but it's not unlikely. Come on, Sandra, yeah. I hope you disagree with me. <laughs> I just feel stuck on, I just, I don't think that, I don't, I haven't seen evidence Bethany was at the house when this happened. So I'm still digging in that area. All right. Let me go back. I flipped. All right, go back to the angel videos or the angel pictures here. Bethany and Matt. Yeah. Just soaking up the last week's of break. Can I wait to reunite with our sister soon? There's Anna. There's Bethany and Dylan. 
Yeah, and all of these were on their Facebook page uh, for that Pi Beta Phi, so anybody can go to it and look. Here's Maddie's father, Dylan. She looks like a woman to me. You know what? I'm going to put that on my next song list I have to do. I'm going to dedicate to somebody, too. What? Which song? More Than a Woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that song? I thought that was good. Yeah. Huh? What's that song by now, um, that Billy Joel? Go ahead. She's More Than a Woman to Me. Or She yeah. Looks Like a Woman to Me. One of the two. Yeah. I was laughing at this picture of uh, Maddie and her dad and him in that wig. It kind of reminds me of DJ Johnny Vincent. I, I don't know why, because that's not what he looks like. But all right, because we gained so many cute little lanes. this this one I saw this one it kind of creeped me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie, because of the words of it, and to know that they really did receive some of these ladies as angels not too long after this. But it says because we gained so many cute little angels, and we're so excited to see how much they will grow. Big day angels. Ah, yeah. Do you see what I see? Mm-hmm. All right, what are we seeing? Because I are you looking this. at the are are you looking at the one that's showing um the five of the girls and the black and I've got Hannah yeah. above her name. So uh, it shows the yeah, five I girls don't... in the black. All right. So uh-huh. it's, it's the five girls in the black, and they're all in black. And I'm assuming this is before they went through this phase and maybe got the white. It looks like everybody did but Hannah, maybe. Yeah, and this is actually, if you look above Angel, this is bid day. Right. And when you bid on something, you're purchasing it. I... Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's just odd. These things are odd. Weren't you in a sorority? No. Oh, you were I, not. I've never liked them. No, I've never liked sororities. Let me let me look in the when chat went, room here and see if any of these ladies in the chat room are in sororities. Because I know a lot of them uh, I talked to were. But I no. mean, the only information I got out of them is, you're saying that wrong. It's not fi, it's no. pi. Like, okay, well, thank you. I guess you're yeah. not going to tell me any no, more of your sisterhood to- secrets. Well, I went to Georgia Southern University in Statesboro, Georgia, and the the movie Mean Girls had not come back out way back then, but there were some mean girls. I just, you know, when we would go out and all, and you meet them, and I went to one frat party, and it was nothing but exactly what they talk about, a big, drunk, fast people everywhere. It remind, remind me about the movie Animal House. Oh, yeah. Just crazy. Toga. And that Toga. just. Right, and that just wasn't my cup of tea. So I I didn't join. Um, I had to work when I went to school anyway. <laughs> I had student loan and work. So all right, and then the next one up is the um, let's see, yeah, the short video short clip. Video clip. Here we go. She looks like, what's the name of that song is driving me crazy. Is it, she looks like a woman, she's more than a woman to me. That's another song. Well, that's too. the BG. That's the BG. 
more than a woman. More than a woman that was, to me. That was, that was from my, yeah, that was from more my dance from this day back. More than a woman to me. I'm going to put that one on there too. Mm hmm. Yeah, back in the day, I was a disco queen, so I know all those songs. I can't play that music on here. All right, here we go. This is the video from Angel Day. Me and Miss Kelly's got always a woman. Always a woman. Yes, that's it. Thank you, Kelly. Hey, do you guys have any other uh, songs about women being a woman? Yeah, if you want to go way back. I'll, de- I'll dedicate them to Justin. I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> right, there we go. All right. All right, so we'll move on back. That was just the part about Hannah. Um and also, because she did. Just another she little did. post from Bid Day because we gained so many cute little angels. Oh, here's one about. Oh, now okay. this was a very good article. This is the one I really wanted you to look at this link. Um, it, article addressed to Hudson, Landau, and Hannah Clear. All right. I found another no. video that was below it. It suggested to me. Okay, good. And it has Maddie in it, too. It's a recruitment video. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, they do the angel thing. All right. This is a long video here. It's only 28 seconds, but it keeps going. All right. I'm looking at all the woman songs in there. Take it way back to the old soul when you got uh, If I Was Your Woman. I'm not going to play If I Was Your Woman. That's a good one. And you, yeah. But this just basically that video is just showing all the girls and. Yeah. Hey, you ladies better show up for that night if I'm playing all these woman songs. <laughs> That's right. Nobody hardly shows up when Nine, Johnny and I do it. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. that, that was, that's Helen Reddy. She's right. Good deal. Natural woman. I don't want to play anything Oprah had as the theme song to her show. Nothing against, nothing against Oprah, nothing against her show, but she played it a lot and no, wore it out. I'm, I'm not talking about Oprah. So I am every woman. I can't play that. Woman run the world by Beyonce. I never heard that one. Okay, let me look. Natural woman's good. Rita Franklin, yeah, that's a good one. Pretty woman. Love the movie. Oh, I like that one. Roy Orbison. Dedicated to uh, Dylan. All right, so natural woman, pretty woman. Women run the world. 
Yeah. All right. Let me check. You're pretty woman. I'll probably put the put that that set together and do a pre-show for myself when we go we go live with our experts about the Justin videos if that happens. All right, let me continue here. Going back to the emails, that was a short yeah. clip from uh, the next one. I have article addressing Hudson Lindo. Yeah, and Hannah Clear. And Hannah. So run through that one, and that should be pretty much what I had so so far on those. Yeah. I see you guys have Black Magic Woman and Witchy Woman. I don't know. Ooh. That's not good. We're starting to go into the dark stuff. Evil woman. We're talking about, we went from angel women to evil women. <laughs> well, don't you know every woman's got two sides? Come on. Every man knows that. Yeah. It depends on the man she's with, which side shows me. Oh, he's going to see it at least once. A day. Got that right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Bringing up this email here. So this okay. is article addressing, am I saying that right? Hudson Lindo. Now this is important too, because those, when we start talking about this, Justin video, uh, one of the things that we're talking yeah. about is Hannah clear and Hudson Lindo. So. Yeah. Hudson is the one he was talking about with Ethan in that video. I'll be honest. I didn't, you know, all these names are mixed up in my head. I didn't realize who the hell they were talking about. So this will uh-huh. freshen it up. So I'm going to read what you put. Of course, everything is always debunked when it has any possible link to Greek row. I'm sharing it because it discusses both the deaths of Hudson and Hannah. So these are the two. Hannah was the one we just saw the picture of in the black, right? Right. And Hudson was another death there in Ohio. This could also identify well with the Casper West video. This concludes a speculative wasp session on Casper's video about Greek row and photos of videos I found very relatable to the video. There's the link. I do think these frat sororities are very well protected. Just trying his video in, just tying his video in with that, what I found in one series of emails tied together with a thread. Sadly, the girls were all linked to sororities or fraternities. Kaylee wasn't in the same one as the other girls. By the time of the killing, she had graduated and only came back from the for the weekend. And here's the link. Do you want me to play this video from Ted? Uh, the, or is it? Uh, this is. Um, oh my! What is? I this? think this this one is just an article addressing it. The video is actually lower down. Um, February tenth, around twelve fifty-five. This is a very important info in this video. That's the Casper West video, and it's seventeen minutes long. So I didn't know if you wanted to share it today or you look what at it for whatever. Hell? But... What the hell? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Uh, did did we not just look at pictures of Hannah Clear? Was uh-huh. she the one in the black? Yep. Okay. What the hell? Let me show you something. And I'm I'm starting to freak out right here. I'm gonna pull this up. See if I can get a better image of this picture. Look at this. All right. That didn't look like the girl. Yeah. 
But let me show you what it does look like. Let me pull it up on my other screen here. Now I'm, all right. Let me go on YouTube real quick. I'm freaking out here. Well, I didn't mean to freak you. Oh, you freaked me out. Um, too late. I don't think you did it. Life did it. Um, let me, I'm trying to get a, okay, I want you to see this truth and transparency thumb. All right. Okay. Damn it. If I, okay, I have to get it without it playing. And I'm going to, I hate it when you're scrolling. Okay, here we go. I can't put it full screen, guys, but can you see this? Ah, damn it. Why does everything have to be so messed up? Let me let me try that again. That's what I said yesterday at the doctor. Yeah. Ah, damn it. Damn YouTube and your shoddy ass software. Okay, let's try this again. All right, here we go. All right, so if you look at this, this is the thumbnail from Truth and Transparency, okay? And the Justin was the person we were talking about earlier that put out the video about Dylan being trans. And, and look what was next to Dylan him. Dylan himself is trans, okay? Now you see two, mm-hmm. two pictures here. This is of Dylan. Oh, the two pictures there of Dylan when she was a little girl. She was a little girl. I mean, these are pictures of her with a grandmother. And if you look to the right. right, you see a picture of, um, you see a picture of, uh, what's his name? Justin. And Justin, used, Justin used to be a woman. Okay. And Justin's a, a, a trans man now. Uh, right. And I thought the picture on there was of him when he was oh. a woman. And that makes you wonder if Hannah really died, doesn't it? It makes me wonder. I don't know what the hell it makes me wonder. Well, that's that's the picture of Hannah there next to that Justin has next oh, to his face. I'm trying to. I want to go between the two pictures here. I'm gonna try. Um. Okay. That's the, that's the picture that Lana has. So what the hell am I looking at? Who, so is, was that not it. Hannah Claire that we saw in that that the dark angel in the video? Yeah, yeah, and riddle me this because it's even her obituary is um you were showing it that's from her obituary right there. Yes, I did. I've wonder, seen that before from the the. So wonder if Justin was Hannah's. Well, he, I mean, he openly said he, he was female and he transgendered. He told about that. She had a sister. Wonder if that Justin was actually her sister. They favor an awful lot. Since he's got that picture on his, on that thumbnail um, from Lana. I mean, they favor a lot. And Hannah did have a sister and a brother, but the brother was, uh, he was straight, and his name was Scott Aaron Clear. 
but she did have a sister. Look how familiar they look. They look a lot alike. Lana would know why she put that picture up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's quite possible. Maybe Justin was Hannah's sister. Uh, You know, and listening to some of the interview, I didn't listen to the whole thing last night. That just took me back when I saw that picture. I'm like, wait, I've seen that before. And the pictures we went earlier did not look like, it doesn't even look like the same girl, Hannah, as we know her. Yeah. Okay. Did I read it? Do I need to read that article? Um, I mean, not which one would, would the Hannah's picture on it? All right. It says this, it says, I would not say there is anything here. The Occam's razor on Hannah Claire is probably this one. She was a dedicated student, perhaps even a nerd. She got put, on a hallway or quad with Maddie one year. Three, Maddie and her crew were a bit more interested in partying than books. Four, they are conventionally more they're uh, conventionally more attractive than her and maybe teased her a bit. Five, that plus other extenuating factors caused either a purposeful or accidental overdose. All right, here's Scott Clary. He said this, I'm Hannah's father. I've read the autopsy report, including a toxicology report. I've spoken to the coroner and investigating officers. Hannah died from overdose of OTC sleeping medication. There's no evidence of foul play. Please respect my family's privacy and Hannah's memory. All right, here's what I want to do. I'm going to go with this picture of Hannah that I right here. That's good enough, and I'll show you guys. Y'all in the chat. I don't know if if Hannah did transfer over to Justin or if this may Justin may have been Hannah's sister. Hannah had a sister. So I'm not saying that. I just know with that thumbnail Jerry just showed, I had not seen that. But with that thumbnail, they favor a lot. I'm going to go. The thumbnail has them side by side, but why? I just, I'm just uh, saying I found I it. I didn't know. I'm going to go back to the very first thing we looked at on February 10th, which was, oh, what was it? It was sorority. Yeah, it was the Casper video with Hannah. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to pull that up because that does not. Hannah Clary in that picture, we're we're sure that's Hannah? Yeah. The one in the front. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go back. Okay, yeah. Miss Kelly, I think you know why too. They they just didn't use her best picture. She'd lost a lot of weight. But yeah, it does look yeah. like the same girl. Yeah, it's Hannah. And then I'll go to truth and transparency. All right. Just something I just found here breaking live. Well, Ask ask Lana from Truth and Transparency. Yeah. And keep in mind, this picture was her freshman year because that's when she was trying to get into the sorority. And I think it was maybe the next year's when the, yeah, it was 2022, December. And it could just when be she, from, well. So she was a little older. From what I'm seeing, it could just be an insinuation, too. All right, so go oh, with that. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> so, what is the next one to pick up here? Hey, 
All right, go down. Uh, February 10th, 1255. Um, very important info in this video. And you can kind of, I just wanted you to okay, kind of skim through it. it it's kind of long, but it's Idaho 4 in Greek life. All right, here we go. Very important. And you don't have to read. Yeah, you don't have to read that all that mess I got on here, but uh, there's a part in here. Remember when the the cops would go with the noise complaints and they talked about having to tell the Greek council? I remember. Okay. Well, the Greek council, in this video, he tells you <laughs> there's a place in there that part of the Greek council's contracts is with the fraternities, sororities, is you do not contact parents until the Greek council has been contacted when anything happens. And that is written where? Uh, in the in like the little bylaws thing with the uh, with the fraternities and the Greek council, and the Greek council is actually just made up of. Um, but that's what he talks about in this video. The Greek council actually just made up of some of the. And say the the higher ups within the fraternity and all, maybe right, like right. the president and that kind of thing. But it says in there that they are not supposed to contact something happens. They do not contact the parents until they had contact Greek Council first. So I was thinking about what you know, Gonzalez said they didn't know until four o'clock that afternoon. So did it in fact have to go to Greek Council first? Is that why all these friends were called over there? You know, I am thinking that's true. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the first thing they wanted to do is contact their friends in Greek Council. Mm-hmm. But he puts this this uh, video is, I mean, even if you don't, because like I told you, it is kind of long, um, about 15 minutes, 17 minutes. But you might want to pin that for everybody to watch on their own because it, it's got a lot of good information in it about how these sororities, fraternities, but it's Idaho Foreign Greek Life is what I think he titled that one. But it talks about two members who met with death from falling from balconies and windows, drowning in creeks. Drowning in the creek, that's how supposedly Hudson died. Um, DV gunshot and then faculty relationships, and that made me think about the TikToker who claimed that that about that um, um, talk on it, professor. Which I did see in your article where there was a professor who was fired, but at WSU. So, so to sum this that. back up, Hudson is the one that died of drowning in a creek, and it was right after they, yeah, after they partied. Yeah, after they had that party at the fraternity that night, he was supposedly walking home and didn't make it home. And, and that was the same Hannah night. Hannah was the one that died of prescription sleeping medication. Right. Right. All right. Right. And, and here's a video. But he does an excellent job on this okay. video. So this is the whole video. There are plenty of suspicions involving Greek organizations. I had to really deep dive into this, guys, and you wouldn't believe what I found out. By the end of this video, you'll be able to connect some of the dots in this case. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Enjoy. At Pike, have a five. Where I belong, where I belong, where I belong. 
I thought this was all this right. Just a prelude. Yeah, I'll stop it. That's there. just his prelude. Yeah, he does really good research. I like watching his videos. I'll put a link to that video in the description below after the show, so everybody can check that out. Yeah. To go through all these emails and put the links. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because this one talks about um, just like. All right, say when we, ladies, when we were young, if we were Girl Scouts and you had your Girl Scout oath and Boy Scouts had their oath, well, with these fraternity sororities, you also take an oath. And so he goes into more detail about that. what it really means. They have to, they have to chant and repeat this stuff. It's just kind of really weird. Gives you more of insight. So, um, let me see. Let's scroll up here. Uh, oh, that one's about Murdoch. We'll hold off on that one. Uh, look at um, February 10th. You there? Yeah, I'm still here. February 10th. And oh, I'm the subject. Uh, video of clip of the grub truck. I took a real okay. quick snippet. After watching that with Casper, um, and it talked about falling, a lot of them falling to the, you know, off balconies when they because they would get drunk so much, right? I thought back to that. Is, I yeah. remember. Oh, people, people have fallen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's short. Just listen to the owner, the truck owner. He's talking to him on Twitch. If we decide, yeah. to, since we listen, oh, people, people have fallen. People have fallen over you. For you. Sorry, I'm talking to Twitch no, stream. Oh, you're so Thank good. You. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, I'll play it. If we decide, yeah. to, since we listen, oh, people, people have fallen. People have fallen That's over you. For you. Sorry, I'm talking to Twitch no, stream. Oh, you're so Thank good. You. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. I just remembered him saying that, and it was odd. Yeah, it's very odd. But he was talking online to the Twitch users. And see, that's something else to me. That puts all these kids in danger. To, I mean, in my opinion, as a grown old person now, you know, he's videoing this live stream and on Twitch, and all these guys and girls, whoever, can watch them. Um, they can also buy their food, and it's just a lot of weird stuff. I don't think God will be putting them out there like that. Good point. You don't know what kind of creeps are watching them, you know? All right, let me see what this one is. Well, that was Casper, okay. I've got an, just another... Just trying to touch on... Another officer-related shooting in Idaho in 2021. Yes. Link to the article. A photo and zoomed in on photo of sorority page. I don't even. I don't even like to say names of sororities now. I get so much flack online. So, there you go. Oh wait, I see a car in the background. Yeah, the picture. 
Yeah, I don't know what it is. It does kind of look like an Elantra. But then again, since they've been talking about them, I think everything does. And that was the same one that all the girls, except for um, Kaylee, were members of. We almost missed this email. Let me let me check this article. It's not loading up. Gone red. Boom, there we go. Prosecutor finds Rexenberg police officers completely and totally justified in fatal shooting. They don't have a video for us. I'm trying to keep up with you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know which one you're on because there's a little bit of delay between us here. All right. Let's see. An officer-involved shooting that left a Rexburg man dead in February is completely and totally justified. The shooting happened around 8 p.m. on February 15th at some apartments building on 3rd West. Rexburg police officers Daniel Allen and John Bone shot Troy Allen multiple times. They're not related. Okay. The East Idaho uh, Critical Incident Task Force investigated the shooting and turned its findings over to Wood. All right, so they were dispatched to the apartments for a trespassing unlawful entry complaint. The officer spoke, arrived in the spoke with a female caller and her friend. They said Troy Allen forced himself into an apartment. The caller told Troy Allen to leave, and he scared her by getting her in her face. Scared her by getting her in, that's what it says, so close. In fact, she could feel his breath. She said Troy Allen motioned that he was going to hit her. The caller told police they wanted Troy Allen charged for illegally entering the apartment and wanted him permanently off the property. The caller told officers Troy Allen was big, scary, and he appeared to be strung out on something. She was terrified of him. She motioned. She mentioned to the officers that they should not be terrified to be in their own home, that she should not. Uh, whoever wrote this didn't proofread it. The officers left the apartment and began looking for Troy Allen. They found him in the west hallway of the apartment standing next to a woman. The officers approached and asked his name. They said he provided a false name and began walking away from the officers. Officers told Troy Allen they needed to speak with him. He responded, no, you need to shoot me. Troy Allen then put his right hand in his coat pocket and moved away from the officers. He then quickly turned his body facing both officers and raised his right hand toward the officers while his right hand is still concealed in his coat. Both officers thought Troy Allen had a weapon concealed in his coat. The officers pulled their guns out and told Troy Allen to take his hands out of his pocket, while both officers began backing up to create distance between Troy Allen and themselves. Officers issued commands to Troy six times to take his hand out of his coat. He then shuffled towards the officers, veering off and moved toward the woman standing in the doorway in the hall. His right hand was still concealed in his coat pocket. Both officers worried Troy Allen might try to take the woman as a hostage or harm her. They moved forward, grabbed her, and pulled her behind them. Troy Allen then entered an open apartment door and returned, rapidly advancing towards the officers in an aggressive manner, raising his right hand in his coat pocket, stimulating he has a weapon. Both officers fired their weapons as they feared for their lives and the woman's safety. Troy Allen was declared dead at the scene. Okay. Mm. Yep. 
Now, which title was that email? That was interesting. Another officer related shooting in 2021. Okay. There's uh, another good one from just February 3rd, WSU, February 3rd, attempted student attack. Is uh, the emails from February 3rd? Uh-uh. Okay. February 10th, 10th okay. but the subject was WSU February 3rd. Okay, I got it. WSU February 3rd, attempted attack, student attack or abduction. Yes, this is interesting. I think I reported this one at the time, but we'll play it again because there is a video. Oh, man. Okay, hold on. Clear some of these stories out. All right, here we go. When you pull up in a brand new GMC Sierra Denali, commercial, neighbors right. are. You know, now that I think about it, Justin and Hannah couldn't are nowhere near the same age, I believe. Let me go ahead. No, that's what I'm wondering if that might be. I mean, I she's got up there for a reason, possibly maybe her sister. I don't know. Police are investigating reports of a man who tried to force himself into the apartment of a young woman he doesn't know. The victim posted her story on Facebook, and it is getting a lot of attention tonight. So much attention, in fact, that Pullman PD addressed it on its own Facebook page. Crip 2's Amanda Rowley went to Pullman today to learn more about what happened. She is joining us live from the Pullman Police Department. Amanda, what have you learned so far? I confirmed this afternoon Pullman police are investigating an attempted abduction of a Ph.D. international student at Washington State University. Now that student is okay, but police are still searching for the suspect. Meantime, students who live near where this incident happened are feeling uneasy tonight. Recent events on the Palouse over the last few months have understandably put the Pullman community on edge. And now there's even more concern after someone tried to force their way into a WSU student's apartment Friday night. Oh my gosh, that's scary because it's like right here where I'm living at. Selena Salou lives a few doors down from where the incident happened. She learned about the attempted abduction in a group chat. Just to even walk out, to go to your car, just like throw the trash away, it's like scary because it's like... You're like, like now it's like you have to look where you're going and watching like who's like out and stuff because it's like you can't really trust anyone now. The rest of the community learned about what happened after the victim posted about it online. According to that post, after walking home Friday night, the PhD student noticed a black car parked outside her apartment. She says it was running and the trunk was left open. She got inside the apartment, but when she went to close the door, a man grabbed the door handle and tried forcing himself inside. The post says she had to use her full body weight to close and lock the door. She reported this to police shortly after. And then, out of fear, she left Pullman as soon as she could. We need the community's help. Commander Aaron Brashears says officers arrived on scene within minutes. I'm not going to play the whole video there because there's not much more than that, but that is something that happened there in Pullman, and it was a Ph.D. student. All right, you want a news story? 
I just sent you today, 506. Um, wow, look, we've been doing this so long. I didn't even know it went by so fast. We've already been on here about an hour. Wow. Yeah, we're about to be. I just sent you two today, you know, newer ones today. Okay. So this was at 506 my time. It's right before I came on with you. 506, 406. This is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, because I'm seeing so much of this kind of junk linked to drugs, and I'm working on something to do with Moscow right now with um, that drug buyback that I'll get with you on when I finish digging into that. All right. After this, I'm going to open up the phone lines. We'll continue on, but I'll open up the phone lines too a little bit. Actually, let me go ahead and do that. I think I already have. No, I didn't. In case anybody wants to call and talk about anything. If you guys want to call in and talk about the Justin issue, I don't have a problem with that. Just tell us your thoughts. All right, here we go. It's open. We are taking calls now. If you guys want to call in. All right, let me put that email up here. Ah, good, good. Here we go. Phone number is 325-261-0892. 325-261-0892. Today is the Wild Ass Speculation Night. It's a uh, Wild Ass Tuesday. That's a W-A-T. With me, I have Cindy Herring. If you want to call in and talk about some of these theories we've gone over tonight or some of the ones you have. And let me bring up this. And this is very new. This is a long website. All right, the spoke the spokesman review. Woman accused of killing scun, scun. Woman accused of killing son, disposing of body, says he threatened her with gun leading up to killing. You never see hear much about parents killing adult children, do you? Uh-uh. And he was 35, I think. All right. The 58-year-old woman who confessed to killing her 35-year-old son, cutting off his head and dumping his body... Last year in Whitman County, claimed her son threatened her with a gun prior to the killing. She wasn't playing around. Christine D. faced a possible charge of second-degree murder in his death and booked into the Spokane County Jail on January 15th. She remained there Sunday in lieu of a half-a-million-dollar bond. She told a you know, sheriff's office detective that leading up to the killing, Chase, her son, shot a gun inside her boyfriend's van and at her boyfriend's Spangle home, 1403, because we need to get the address for some reason, where she said he killed her son. Wow. According to search warrant documents filed Tuesday, according to Washington voter registration records, Chase also lived at the residence located in a quiet farming community next to a dairy farm about three miles down an unpaved road. Christine told sheriff's deputies that Chase shot the back door of, of the residence 
in the trunk of a tree outside the home. Christine Cannell's brother called authorities January 14th, saying that Christine Cannell, Cantelli, told him earlier that day she killed her son just before she entered drug rehabilitation last summer. According to a possible cause affidavit filed Tuesday in Spokane County District Court, the brother convinced her to turn herself into the sheriff's office. The brother drove to Christine Cantelli from his Western Washington home to Spokane to report the crime and help authorities find the body. The sheriff's office said in a press release, um, she led investigators to Gene Webb Road near Rock Lake and directed them to a small concrete bridge that ran perpendicular to the road and over Camache Creek, the affidavit said. She said she wrapped her son's body in black plastic and dropped him over the side of the bridge into the brush. She said she cut off her son's head with a saw before wrapping it in plastic and also dumping it. She said she threw his plastic-wrapped head into the trees along south banks of the creek. A detective located a large black plastic bag containing human remains in the exact same area Christine identified. According to the search warrant documents, she told the detective she shot her son five or six times in the chest and head as she sat on a couch in the living room of her boyfriend's home. She said her boyfriend was not at home at the time. She said she shot him with a gun that she'd given her for Christmas. Christine said she had many, she may have missed her son with one of the bullets and that it hit the wall behind him in the living room. She said in the affidavit, she shot her son multiple times because he didn't, because she didn't want him to suffer. She said she used one of her boyfriend's vans to transport her son's body. So basically, nobody was even searching for this guy. He lived at the home. His mother was on drugs. Maybe he was too. I don't know. Usually people that still live with their mothers when they're in their 30s um, are on drugs or sell them Uh or something to that effect. So that's where they are with that. And she took his life. And one of her family members convinced her to turn herself in because she wasn't going to. Yeah, her brother. So this is just on the, what the heck? This was just on the freaky Idaho. Yeah. Just, just Washington, Idaho. Man, I've that got area. A, speaking of freaky, I've got a, a voicemail I want to play right here. And then I want to thank some producers. Sure. All right, here we go. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. It's your pal, Hefe, from Las hey, Vegas. Hey, how's it hanging? Our boy that I told you about a month ago, Canna Knitter on Twitter, whose tweets are now private, came on Truth and Transparency with Lana and spilled the tea. This kid knows stuff. And uh, his source... The Pete Buttigieg source is a guy named Gerard, G-E-R-A-R-D, Corsi, C-O-U-R-C-Y. His tweets, if you go over them the last two months, are prescient. I think you'll appreciate the word prescient. Um, If you want to give me a call, I can give you further details. And uh, just a deadhead. 
hanging out, listening to tunes, playing poker late night, and uh, listening to the great podcasts like yourself. Keep digging, my friend. All right, if you guys feel like calling in, now's the time. If you want to talk to Cindy Herring, she's with me now. Phone number is 325-261-0892. What else do you have for us, Cindy? Okay, really the only other more up-to-date that I have, Jerry's one, I sent you another one this afternoon, um, more Idaho slash Washington cop problems. Okay, there is. And this is now this is a story back from a year or two ago, but just to show you how they can get away with a lot of stuff. And I'm not saying all of them. Listen, I was in law enforcement. But there's some shady stuff that goes on with some of these cops up in these areas. I'm telling you now, and I do believe it's all tied in with trafficking and, and drugs and stuff. Well, technically, the trafficking problem is so huge. Actually, this, hold on a second. This isn't a conspiracy, folks, about police being involved in trafficking and judges being involved and lawyers being involved in human trafficking. Um, we don't know for a fact that the ones there in Idaho are, but we do know for a fact that they, that lo- police officers are involved in it just about as much as oh. people that work at Disneyland. Because I look at the, oh, yeah. I look, I look at the press conferences every damn week, especially coming out of Florida. And guess what? There's judges, lawyers, daycare workers. It would make your eyes cross. And we go over that from time to time. So that's that's not a conspiracy theory. As wild as it sounds, that's the world we live in. And when you look at how many children go missing a year and how many people are sex trafficked and kidnapped, there well, would have to be broad involvement. Yeah. BPS in certain areas has been involved in that too, and that's been yes, proven absolutely. as well. Yes, that too. The CPS has been involved with it. That's crazy, but that's absolutely true. All right, so here we are. Mistrial declared in case of former Pullman officer charged with sexual assault of WSU student. Oh, my goodness. Mistrial, really? This is September. A Whitman County judge deadlocked Thursday, September 19th, in the case of former Pullman officer Daniel Hargraves. He was arrested in uh, October 2018 on a charge of custodial sexual misconduct involving a WSU student. They were deadlocked, unable to reach a verdict, and that's why mistrial was declared. Prosecutors argued the Hargraves detained a WSU student last year for underage drinking. They said that instead of formally arresting and booking the student, Hargraves took her to a Pullman park and coerced her to perform a sex act before returning her to her dorm. The student later reported the alleged incident to university officials who began an investigation. Prosecutors argued that investigations found DNA evidence from Hargraves on the student's clothing. They have not yet said whether they plan to retry the case. Hargraves resigned from the Pullman police in October 2018 just before being arrested. His resignation came the day before he was scheduled to be interviewed as part of the internal investigation, according to the press release, which was completed after his resignation. Concluded that the 19-year-old veteran of the department violated internal policies, including involvement in criminal conduct, failure to activate his body-worn camera, and improper treatment of persons in custody. 
are graves were the subject of previous disciplinary actions within the Pullman Police Department for sexual harassment after allegedly propositioning a female employee for sex. She later left the department. So that's 2019. But look how long this stuff that we know of, that's what I've been digging about further because I'm really thinking about all this FBI they had. They didn't pull 60 FBI agents in for this Idaho pool when they didn't have, but what, two for John Benet Ramsey and three for the, there was another case with three victims. I'm just flying over my head because I'm not looking at notes. 60 FBI, I, I can tell you now, FBI was already there. And there are informants. And I, I, I don't know why I still feel in my bones that Brent K may have been undercover. And I, I really think it's going to come out, folks. And, and whether y'all, uh, they get mad at me, get mad. I don't care. Y'all know who I am. I let it roll. But more I look at this with, with Brian, he very well could have been undercover and somebody handed him over real quick because when they, that somebody, <laughs> I could tell you his name, uh, when he ran the query on the, um, I can't have think tonight, on the car, the, the Elantras, all right, Fry had said there was like, they narrowed it down to like 90 within the, the Washington Idaho area, but yet within an hour or two, he he had already turned in Brian's name that quick. So Kapaka gets off. Brian gets hung with this, but things are still going on, and Brian's not free to be doing them. This has been going back. I've been searching back how far back they've been doing this kind of stuff and getting away with it, just like this guy acquitted. Of course. I mean, you're going to get some tainted jury. And um, how long have cops been doing this kind of stuff with these students, with with the trafficking and with the, with the drugs and getting by with it? Yeah, I won't 60. turn you in if you do something for me. Yeah, and you got 60 feds there. There's something going to come out of this case, and it's going to be big. I got a question I really for you, feel Cindy. That. Relating to that yeah. Papa Rogers, well, that was the name of the email you sent me. Relating to that, which yeah. was a screenshot of what, this post, I, I don't know where it's from, Facebook or Twitter or something. Uh, uh-huh. and, and you're not a Chief Fry fan, but it says the Moscow Police uh-huh. Department uh, Chief of Police, James Fry, has been taken into FBI custody facing a minimum of two murder charges. We went over this earlier, but what are your thoughts about that? Did we go over what you think? Because you're not a Fry fan by any means, but I'm not a Fry fan. I see um, Fry from 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 probably the second, the third appearance he made. Just and already I caught contradictions in in the reporting, which we know they changed everything. Fry gives me in my, and it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But when I feel things, I say I feel it in my spirit. There's something about Fry that that's off there fry has a dark energy to me i feel like fry's covering a lot of stuff that's bad stuff but do, um, do you think he's been arrested by the fbi i don't now i don't know i mean i i can't i'm not gonna say they may not have been looking at him 
Um, I read one article that I think he is a member of and deep in with that particular church they talked about too, which they've got some history there covering for pedophiles and all kind of other stuff. So I don't know that he's been arrested. I can't attest to that at all. But I'll just say I wouldn't doubt if he doesn't wind up being in the long run. But he's actually the one that brought in that cap, uh, Captain Lanier after Lanier done, you know, got this big lawsuit because he tased a guy that hurt a baby. And these people are just, I don't know. So you don't know if and, Chief and Fry, again, we don't know if Chief Fry has actually been arrested. Mm-mm. That came from this same guy that you were talking about. Know, you know, you that's the only place I've heard about it. More. That yeah, is the only information. But I'm, I've been digging, but it's just like when the, the query on the, there's a lot of this stuff you just can't find. They, they go in and wipe it. Um, you can go in, either one of these police departments, you can go in there and you can pull their PDFs and their records. You can pull reports, which most of them are whatever they've answered. They put no report, no report, no report. But when he pulled a query, why did only... You can't tell me one Elantra came up on that query when Fry stated there was at least 90 in their area. And he they surely didn't take the time that they took digging into to Brian with each one of those 90 to rule them out. And uh, so then when you go to look for that query that he ran, the, you know, the, the query sheet, the PDF, there's not one. There's people that think that if he was arrested, it'd be all over the news. Yeah, well, I'm hearing too that pain is uh, in PC. So, so are these things that are uh, being put out that's not easily verifiable? I mean, we can call. Yeah, we can call them right now yeah. on air and ask them if Chief Fry still works for the department. They'll tell us yes or no. Yeah, they'll probably tell you yes, and they'll probably say he's not available at the moment. Yeah. But I'm hearing pain, John. I see in there that um, Susan S. said Fry's been missing action a while. Yeah, so I heard pain was too. If we see Chief Pry on a Chief Pry Chief Fry on a press conference here in about a week or two, does that mean anybody's a liar, or does that just mean no. well he's out now? <laughs> is it, I'm not going to call it, anybody. A- well, I'm just saying, I'm when, when's the point that if you say something that can't be verified, and this isn't about anybody in particular, but I'm just saying, if you say something that can't be verified, like, is somebody arrested at this moment? Did Does Chief Fry, did he go out last night and get a tattoo on his ass? I'm you. That's breaking live right now. I said it. Chief Fry went to a strip club last night. He got a tattoo on his ass that says, I'm a little teapot. Boom. Well, I you can't maybe verify it. You can't verify it. Is there a point of accountability for this? That's what I'm asking yeah. you guys out there on the phone right. line. It's 325-261-0892. Just want to know what you think. Yeah, that's got to be accountability. And I mean, where, especially like, you know, Banfield and her forces. And I understand that, uh, I understand where sometimes you can't reveal your sources for some things, but for God's sakes, for everything, there's no sources. Uh, even if it doesn't matter, it's not like someone's going to get murdered if you don't say, you know, what kind of milk did you get? You know, well, the grocer recommended this one, you know, that 
there's zero saying what the sources are to the point we know the sources are BS because we, I looked into some of the sources, the only place it could have came from, and they weren't they weren't good. Yeah, yeah, and this is the thing. Um, I try not to bring you anything without an email to go with it that has a source. I mean, I may jump all over the place, and I might have my WAS, but I'm going to have documentation to back it up. Well, then at the, okay, well, let's, I, I wasn't pertaining this to you, but if I, if I was, so what if, uh, next month you come on here again and we find something that just absolutely didn't have anything to do with it, what would you say? Because you, you didn't say this is a guaranteed uh-huh. fact. These people were involved in this murder. No, and like, I can't, I, I can't, and, and I the, can't say that. That's being responsible, but when it comes to the point where you're saying, I guarantee this is it, and people choose to right. believe it or not. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm bringing, all I do is I bring what I find, and I bring what I can connect dots, and I put questions out there, and it's up to each individual person to make their own speculations about it. Um and like you said before, you know, I may be going one train of thought, Jerry, but then something else comes up and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't look at that angle of it. But, um, you know, you're just looking back and I'm seeing more and more of this pattern with a few bad cops, but I'm seeing the cover up. That That's what gets me because I was in law enforcement. I cannot stand cover ups. Tell the truth. Be honest. Bite the bullet. Take whatever you got to take. You know, you see them arrested They're right here where I live, but they, they'll pull them over in a minute for, over the littlest thing. You want to throw them in jail, but then you've got cops doing these things and there's a cover up for them. And I don't like that. I mean, nobody's above the law. Some people feel like they are. Yeah. Some well, people are, if you have enough money. No, and see, well, there's a lot of money involved in that, too. I mean, because there, we a... got a list. Go ahead. Look back. I guess if we could pull, then it would take a while, but maybe after I had, I'm sure I'm going to have to have this blooming surgery on my arm, so that's going to really lay me up a while for us doing a lot. But I want to actually go into some of these between the church there and some of the alumni of these fraternities, and I want to see, can I match up some of these people with some of this law enforcement or either the mayor or bigwigs in that town? Because then you could really start connecting some dots to that. Because this has definitely got to do with drugs. It's got to do with cover-up, with trafficking in certain areas. And how many articles just since I've been calling in have I found about misconduct with cops? shooting people by mistake or the sexual advances and this kind of thing. And I thought I did send you one, and maybe I did. I'll look for it about the WSU female professor who was fired because of misconduct with a student. So I'm finding more and more of this to link together as we go. Uh-oh, Cindy dropped off. Oh, we're waiting I did. For, oh no, you're back now. There you go. Um, I was sitting here ranting. <laughs> yeah, you just no, no just at the was, last sentence. Oh, 
I just said, I just, maybe while I'm recuperating after probably surgery next month, I'll um, have more time. I want to go in and kind of try to link. I want to look for some names, some some points to connect between fraternity, church, law enforcement. Do you think we're in a stage right now that nothing burger's been arrested and there's no new information coming out? Do you notice how wild these videos progressively get? I was talking uh, the day before last night about Dr. Thrifty and some people completely, as soon as I say a name, they jump on comment section or email and send me dirty ones about, wow, dare you talk? How dare you look at yourself? I'm like, whoa, you missed my point. Because I wasn't saying right. anything about bad about him. I was saying it about the way he said it. Um, and, I, and basically, I, it's, it was something like, I had to say it's like creator to creator. You know what I mean? If you're taking one point and you're saying this is definitely it, and you're yelling at some person that you think is guilty for being a liar and uh, – involved in the murder of somebody when he's already been cleared by the police. I mean, this is bad. And then before you ever, right. st- anybody that's been in an abusive relationship, how many of you women or men have been abused by someone saying, you make me do this, or this is why me. I yell at you. Okay, Cindy, me. good. That's how he began the video saying, I'm going to get s- real serious right now. Um, because of these four lives that were taken, he's warning you that he's going to yell because he planned it, is my point. Right. And let ju- me leave y'all with, I want to leave you with something, Jerry, because you were talking about that, how Brian's sitting there and we're, we've heard nothing else. And, you know, here's this big gag. Think back. Think back to George Floyd and the officer, um, Okay, what was his name now? I know, I'm about so to get it. Oh, no, 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 no. Derek Chauvin? Or- uh, yeah, Chauvin. Have we, as much as we have seen Johnny Depp court, we've seen all these different courts. Man, it's played out. Have we seen one court episode as big as that was, as huge as George Floyd was, that tore up this country and caused so much division. Have we seen one appearance in court live? No. It doesn't make sense to me. You would think as huge as that was, you know, we would have got to watch at least part of that court proceeding. And um, and there's others, there's been other, you know, really big cases. Instead, they're going to throw up, you know, we had Johnny Bittman. Cindy, we have some breaking news coming in from the chat room right now. Susan S. called the department, the police department there in Moscow, Idaho, to talk to Chief Fry. She got the message that he's, he's uh, not there. She left a message for him because he can't talk with Good her. Good deal. Way to go, Susan. You get the award tonight. She left a message. Let's see. I think she said that. Yeah, he's not there. She left a message. Great. But I'm just saying this. So if somebody was arrested for murders, 
by the FBI, I mean, their name would be off the police department so fast, but he wouldn't have an answering machine. Right. But I don't know. And let, you know, and, and see, this is the thing about Fry. They're looking at it from what I'm reading that he was arrested for the murders of that older couple. Um, from from what that article or that post said, um, what I'm hearing about pain is pain is in protective custody, just like Dylan. I, you know, I don't know. I'm hearing Enon Harsh is in protective custody. So who the heck knows what they really had going on there? Um, and nobody will release who owns that property. They use these LLCs. I want to know who owns it. Because Hannah Clear's own father is a big wig attorney that even has been over living in Brazil for a while. I can't find anything on her mother. And um, it, it, he may be connected. You know, I know he went to University of Idaho. He may be connected to some of these other people. So it's just a lot of, a lot of. I don't even call rabbit holes no more. They gum it. They're darn little wormholes anymore. Skunk, skunk holes. <laughs> yeah, that smells like. Yeah. But anyway, no, I don't. I, you know what I tell y'all. Is just what I'm going by, but I'm going to have some sort of documentation, <laughs> that and I'm going funny. to give you my theory on it. But I'm not going to, for a hundred percent, say, "Oh yeah, this definitely happened. This is true. No. I know this. I have informant. I don't." That's a very I good don't. allegory. Now, now with the Idaho Four, all the videos we that are coming out right now, we've gone from looking in rabbit rabbit holes to looking in poop holes. That's right. <laughs> that That's right. Literally, and I don't want to get stuck in a pile of ish. No. So. No, but, um, yeah, so that's, you know, I'm still, I'm still on kind of original theory as far as tying some stuff together. I still do believe there are, were some bad law enforcement mixed up in this, uh, drug, yeah, mixed up in this. Um, but I'm even, you know, I, I think it, it's even bigger than that, Jerry. Because I know for sure Nunez is suspicious as heck to me. Even though he's hot and fine, he is suspicious. Now that's just my feeling. You gotta, you gotta be suspicious of a man that looks that beautiful. Oh gosh, yeah. You know they can't be perfect. So if they got the looks and the body, then something's wrong with them. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Aaron Hernandez. He does. He does. And oh, I did find this out. Remember when I thought that was him over in Pullman, well, um, escorting Brian into, into uh, that's his brother. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's somebody somebody that sent me some message about that who didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. They were saying, Their well, brother. of course he would have escorted but, him to the jail. That's the one they worked, that, that's the, when he was going off the plane, because that's the, city they were in and we said no we're talking about a different department right they were in Pullman because that's where the airport and but yet uh, Moscow's the one that actually has the custody yeah so somebody was saying well there you know he is being held in Moscow well that's right but he landed in Pullman and 
when I went back and looked after I read, and I forgot where I read that, that his brother is also an officer. I started looking. I mean, they really, really look. Very, I mean, could almost be twins. There's a difference. But I read the brothers. And all of this, a lot of these cops are linking back, and that's what I was going to tell you about it, get it all together. Lewiston, Lewiston. And that's where we got Captain Lanier from. A lot of these cops are from Lewiston or still live in Lewiston. And I just thought that kind of coincidental. But I'm still looking. I just put up another poll there. That's a problem about this. These polls are really interesting, and they go along with the flow of the conversation we're having. But if you watch the show again, you don't see the poll again. I wish YouTube would fix that. Yeah, I see it popped up there. Yeah, but if you watch it live again, you don't see it. I put, do you believe Justin about Dylan is what I put. I want to know, I wanna, you know, kind of get the feeling of this. For those of you that are just tuning in or weren't here at the beginning, um, I'm working on doing a, a live about the things that Justin said, and I'm going to have an expert here on panel for us to talk about this. And um, the expert just wanted some time to look over everything. So when that happens, I'll let you guys know. But I don't think it's right to just take some. Because there's, I mean, I looked into some hard facts about it. And even beyond the facts that were told by Justin, I noticed something. And I'm like, this is a big deal. So we need to Uh talk about it. So, um, Well, I told you there was a few things that I heard him say that I have actually heard before and been looking into. So I can say some of what he's saying makes sense to me. Well, to that effect, Justin said that he's a follower of Truth and uh, Transparency and that he got the idea to do the video after watching her last live. So, I mean, he is a follower of these, uh, you know, these... um, W-A-S's, you know what I mean? Right, right. Well, what I go to her for most of the time is because she will post documents she does for you as I go to pull documents. Oh, yeah. Well, That saves me having to do. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I'm not, when we do a live, I'm not going to bash, I'm not going to bash Lana at all. I understand. I'm not going to bash Justin at all, at all. It's just about the things that were said. I want to go over them. Well, when I sent that to you, Jerry, my reason, my my problem with it was I felt he was, if he if Dylan gave him permission, talk her fine. I think he was a little out of line to bring in the others and talk about their sexuality. That bothered me because. This this was Kaylee and Maddie and Zana and Ethan and the things that he said. I just don't feel like that should have come from him, out of respect for that family, those families. There's that lot, was the part that bothered me. There's a lot of people that are upset about this on both sides. I, I thought there'd be more people who'd want to talk about it, but I guess not. Maybe it's because I'm yeah. not talking about it tonight. They don't want to either. Yeah, well, maybe not. I mean, and I've taken all your time tonight, but um, 
Yeah, that when I sent it to you, it just upset me. I know I forgot that you really, sent it to me. I forgot. I've got I got it from so everybody in my email sent it to me. I think, and a lot of people in Discord, and a lot of us were talking about it, emailing each other, and watching it at the same time. So when I was talking about it, I wasn't even relating it to you, the one that sent me the email. But um, I do know there's a problem. I don't know if it's a problem. It's fine for YouTube with the, you know, the YouTube algorithm, you know, some things like that get out fast. But is it the YouTube algorithm so much or is it is us? Because right or wrong, it was compelling and we we're all interested in it. And we all tuned in to watch it. And we all talked about it. And we're even talking about it a little bit now. So maybe the problem's yeah. with us. Well, my problem was just I didn't, I, I didn't, it bothered me that things were said about the deceased ones, you know, and, and their family might hear that and it may have been something about their personal life they didn't want out there. I mean, that, I was thinking about my own kids, you know. But I did want to say this, that there are, there's some people in the chat room and I've heard other places, places too that um are saying why hasn't it been taken down yet if it's not true it'd be taken down well there's certain things you can say on youtube and there's certain things you can't and i didn't even though it's not true i mean let's say the things that were said if the things that were said weren't true it doesn't mean it's going to be taken down it doesn't mean it's going to be taken down right away you know that's not how it works. You lawsuits, lawsuits don't work like you guys think they are. Well, someone's going to get their butt suit off or arrest. It doesn't work like that. I know because I've had to do mm -hmm. things like that before. The first thing that happens if you have to find the right lawyer, that takes a week. Then you have to pay the money. It takes money to actually. Then the lawyer sends a letter, which takes about another week. When they get that letter, it doesn't say. Uh, then it says take it down, or I'm going to sue if you don't take it down. I mean, look at the lady that was talking about the professor on the TikTok videos. It took a while. And she still didn't yeah. take him down to the point she was getting sued. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, be this careful. Is, okay, there's Johnson. somebody. Hold on. Hold on, Cindy. There's somebody in the chat room saying he'd get a cease and desist immediately if it wasn't true. No, he would not. That is not the way the law process works. I've had to give cease and desist letters before. It is not an immediate process. I just went over that. All right. Fun's over, everybody. What the hell? All right. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I appreciate it very much. I'd like to thank Wrecking for giving me a little fun at the ending. Some people like you, some people don't. Some people like to stick around, some people don't. It's just the way it is. I'd like to thank you all for joining me tonight. We're going to be back. I don't know. We might get one more show by the end of the week. I appreciate it very much. I'm working on... I just had a little fun, guys. That's all. I mean, come on. That's all. I'm not triggered. I'm all right. So, if you're interested in becoming a member of this fine institution we call Midnight Radio. There's a link up there called Join. If you're a Midnighter or a Midnight Rider, you're able to join the Discord, which I'm going to be in here right after this, talking to our lovely members in Discord. I appreciate you guys very much. We have a show coming up. I'm working on this right now with some people who are some experts because I don't want to do this haphazardly. 
all right? About the, the things that Justin said, I want to go over that a lot. I'll, we're going over the fine-tooth comb, and I'm not just going to shoot from the hip on that. I will let you know when that's coming out. I will let you know who those experts are when it is finalized. Thank you very much. Until next time, all my best.